this is like a short break you can say so we are here with a different short story as a small diversion for this uh, long fan fiction there's a small diversion a short story it's called what's in it for me by sudhamurthy we start the story Rashika, the mouse, was jauntily down the road, whistling a happy tune to herself. There had been a storm earlier in the day, which had gotten rid of the summer heat. They had just eaten a big, juicy mango that had fallen in the storm. So his tummy was full and he was pleased as punch. On the road, he saw a twig, also falling from the tree above in the storm. Now a mouse was sore and feared anything, hoping it would be used one day. So Mochika picked up the twig in his mouth and set off. A little ahead, he met a potter. The potter was sitting with his head in his hands. Why? Because his oven had been drenched in the rain, and now he did not have enough dry wood to light it again. How would he bake his pots and sell them? As the potter sat down, wailing in front of his house, Mochika walked up and watched him for some time. Push up, brother, he asked with a great toothbrush in his mouth. At first, the potter paid no attention to the strange talking man. Then, when Mushika asked him again and again, he told a little fusion why he was crying. Mushika nodded, put the twig aside and said, See, this twig has dried in the rain. It can be used to light your kettle. I'll happily give it to you, brother potter. But what's in it for me? The potter thought. And deciding that a little mouse could not ask for much, he said, I will give you whatever you ask. In a flash, Mushika replied, Then give me that large pumpkin that is lying in the corner of the room. The potter was astonished. How can a mouse carry a pumpkin? Besides, he had been looking forward to the lovely pumpkin curry his wife would be making for that night. Choosing some, Choose something else, little mouse, he urged. But Mushika was stubborn. The pumpkin for the day or nothing. So the potter gave Mushka the pumpkin. The mouse was delighted. He had made a mighty human do what he wanted. Left the pumpkin near the potter's house, whom he collected soon and set off down the road. Further ahead, a milkman was sitting by his cow, shaking his head. What's up, brother milkman? asked a tiny voice. To his astonishment, a man saw a mouse with bright eyes peeping at him. Sadly, he shook his head some more than said, Storms get my cows. They're refusing to give me milk. What will I sell to them? What will my family eat? Spicy pumpkin curry if you want. Surely you're joking, my friend. I have ten people at home. What will I get? Where will I get a large pumpkin to feed everyone? Just walk back the way I came. You'll reach a potter's house. Right beside that, I have left a pumpkin. That's mine. And you can have it. But what's in it for me, brother? The milkman shouted back. Whatever you want, like the potter, he thought, what can a mouse want? Mushika said, then give me a cow. Are you mad? A pumpkin for a cow? Whoever has heard such a thing? It's that or nothing, my friend, replied Mushika firmly. So the milkman went and got the large pumpkin and gave one cow to the mouse. A big cow with large horns that listened to what the man did. Mushika the mouse could not believe his luck. Off he went, seated on the cow, whistling another happy tune. Then he stopped in front of a marriage hall. Why were people standing around looking sad and worried? They should be busy preparing for the marriage feast. Even the bride and groom were standing with long faces. What's up, brother groom? called Mushika, sitting atop his cow. 
she didn't reply gloomily. There's no men to prepare the wedding for you. How will the wedding feast be completed without the treasure? Uh, she cut in. When you not get the gift out, she's happy. She'd be a submit. But what's in it for me, brother? The room was very defensive. Why, you can have whatever you want. You can eat your full of the feast. Sweets, pulao, fruits, whatever your heart desires. The master cried and gave the cow to the wedding party. The milk, the cow had plenty of milk. It was a great wedding feast. After the party was over, the mouse replied on a fit. Give me your bride. The king and everyone in the party was astonished at the mouse's cheek. The king was about to give him a good whack when his newly wedded bride stopped him. You have given him your word that he could have whatever he wants. Let me give it. I'll teach him such a lesson that he will never try to carry off another human child again. Her husband agreed, so off she went with the mouse. Mushira scampered ahead, eager to show the bride her ring. But why was she? What was this? Why was she walking so slow? Hurry, bride, he said. It's about to ring again. The bride replied, I'm a human. I can't run as fast as you. So Mushira had to slow down. By the time they reached his house, which was a little hole under a tree, he was very hungry. Cook me a nice meal with lots of greens with the mango. The bride nodded and said, of course, but where is the kitchen? The spices, the oils, well, I'm a human after all. I can't cook only green meals. The mouse realized she was in a real fix. He got this useless human back with him. Never mind, he said. At least come inside the house. Oh, but how will I do that? The bride said, I cannot set even a stone in that hole. It's so small. Where shall I sleep tonight? Uh, how about under the tree? Mushita suggested pointing to another big tree nearby. No, no, it will rain and I will get wet. I will catch a cold, then a fever, and I need a doctor who gives me bitter medicine. Now she started wailing even louder. Shh, shh, Mushita comforted her, thinking he should have agreed to eat his fill of the wedding feast instead of bringing the strange whiny ring back with him. How about you stay in that temple veranda for the night, she suggested, pointing to the big temple across the road. Oh, but please, Papa's brother will come and try to snatch away my lovely jewels. The woman was worried. Then suddenly she dried her tears and said, What if I call my friends Ram and Sham to protect me? Before Mushita could say anything, she whistled loudly and called Ramu, Shamu. From nowhere, a big dog and a big cat appeared next to her and made as if to eat up Mushita. Oh, how he ran and saved his life by jumping into the safety of his hole. The bride grinned and went back to the wedding feast with her faithful cups. As for Mushita, he had to sleep on an empty stomach that night, remembering. Oh, I had to stay to another storm and he went off to sleep.